Oh, I tell you what, every time I pick a bottle of water up here at church, I think about that rich man in hell. I do. And then my second thought is, is I'm going to be drinking out of the river of life. What about that? From one extreme to the other. All right, Mark chapter 4. Bring us a message tonight. Lord willing, to start with verse number 35. Bible says, the same day when the evening was come, he said to them, let us pass over into the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was into the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? He arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that? Ye have no faith. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, as I bow before you tonight, I thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to come together. Lord, now I pray that your Holy Spirit God, that lives inside of our heart, that we that believe and trust in you as our Savior, I pray that you'd give him liberty to preach through me and use me for your glory and honor. I pray for these that are believers in Christ, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit would, would uh, hone in on the message, Lord God, teach each and every person the, the different things of your word, Lord God, those things that maybe have been put aside in our memory, those things that, that we may have learned uh, many years ago, Lord God, that we haven't thought about for a while, Lord, that would be refreshed in our hearts. Lord God, whatever it may be that you want to do through this message, I pray, have liberty with it, Lord God. And Father, I thank you in advance for that. Lord, I want to thank you for another opportunity Lord God, as insignificant as I am, Lord God, Lord, you've used me and you've, 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 you've honed me and you've helped me through the years. And I pray, God, help me to always be mindful that you are in charge and I am just a, a vessel, Lord, that you use. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, if we read the Scriptures here together, uh, this is the, the account of the Lord Jesus Christ calming the stormy seas. Amen. And, and I entitled this message simple as any preacher probably would, stilling of the water, stilling of the, of the storm. Uh, this is a miracle uh, of, of the testimony of Jesus Christ having power over the elements, over the creation. Amen. And uh, this miracle shows that nature has no match uh, to the Lord. Amen. Uh, but it's also a story 
of the disciples being in the perfect will of God, yet storms hit them. Storms were in their life. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, here was a raging, great, windy storm. And it seemed that they was in danger of losing even their life. And so as I preach this message tonight, I want you to kind of think about, you know, that you may be in the center of God's will, and yet all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're hit with a storm. God was testing them, and their faith failed. He tells them in this scripture that they had no faith. My goodness. Here they were with the Lord Jesus Christ, and they had no faith. They forgot what the Word of God had told them. And that's what happens to us many times. They were in the center of God's will. They were doing what God wanted them to do. They were on the ship. They were going to the other side, but yet a storm came. And just that quick, things changed in their faith. And I want you to understand that tonight. I want to understand that tonight as God preaches this message through me to you and to me, through me, amen. I want us to realize that we have to be real cautious to always examine whether or not we're in the faith when things blindside us. Because it will. They will be things that blindside you. First thing I want to look at tonight on the thought of, of the Lord stealing the storm. When I say stealing, not taking something and robbing something. I'm talking about calming it down, calming the storms in our life. And there's a destination that the Lord talked about here. In verse 35, he says, In the same day, when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. Amen. The Word of God had told them that they was going to the other side. Amen. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. This Bible is our Word of God. But the Word of God was made flesh, and the Word of God said, Let us pass to the other side. Amen. Amen. And he said here in verse 36, And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was into the ship, and there were, and there were also with him other little ships. And there's so much I could preach on right there, but I, I'm, I'm going to have to contain myself, Brother Rick, because I, I, there's a phrase or two right there, and I'm just going to drop them in y'all preacher ears. Amen. Verse number 36 says, And when they had sent away the multitude, and this phrase really just, I said, man, this could be, they took him even as he was. Talking about the Lord. How was he? They took him even as he was. They had a destination. They were going to the other side, and the disciples took him as he was. That's a, that is a sermon in itself, a study on how he was. Amen. In this text, he had finished uh, teaching and, and discipling. He was worn out in the, in the human side of him. He was, he was tired. He was exhausted. 
yet he was still God. He was still he was still God in the flesh. They took him as he was. They took him as he was. And he told the disciples to go to the other side. And and, and the Lord, he was aware of the fact that he needed he was needed on the other side. Chapter five, we'll see when he gets off the off of this boat here. When he gets off this off of this ship here, there was a, 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 a man that was filled with demons in the graveyard cutting himself. He didn't just go to the other side, Brother Jimmy, just to go to the other side. There was a need for him on the other side. He said, Let's go to the other side. He's over here teaching, he's over here discipling, and the Lord knew that this man was over on the other side. Now, I don't know how far it was to us. I haven't studied that out. But you know, the devil has power too. And the Lord knew that this man was full of the devil. He was full of demons. He's living in the graveyard. He needed to go to the other side. They took him as he was. He had a destination. Amen. Try not to preach yet. Don't try to, anyway. Amen. Jesus. He was calling on the disciples to follow him. When he had a destination here, he was calling on them uh, to follow him, to obey him, amen, to go to the other side. Well, as I said here a while ago, real quick, they took, took him as he was. The other thing I was going to tell you, the other little shift. There's a study and a message in the other little shift. Brother Barry Rackley preached a message many years ago on those other little ships. They didn't get to the other side, but they some started with them and didn't get to get over, okay? But anyway, we're looking at the destiny here, amen? That the same day, he said to them, he said, he said, let us pass to the other side. See, these disciples were in the perfect will of God. They were doing exactly what the Lord told them to do. You come to church, you read your Bible, you're praying every day, you're teaching the Sunday school, you're taking the usher in the place, you're running the cell bus, you're cutting the grass, you're cleaning the church, you're hanging life, you're doing everything that you feel led to do that the Lord wants you to do, and you're working for him, you're serving him, you're following him, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's a raging storm comes in your life. Amen. That's when you need to take and examine yourself and make sure that you listen to the Word of God. If He said you're going to the other side, you're going to the other side. See, the child of God is like a ship. A child of God is launched upon the sea of time. We're like, a, we're like passing over to the other side. When you got saved... When you got born again, he said you're passed from death unto life. Amen. Amen. Praise God. As a child of God, as a believer in Christ, we're going to the other side. The Holy Spirit is the power of our passage. We've been, we have been sealed by the Holy Ghost. And I'll tell you something. The Lord was with them men right there. He said, let us. He didn't say let me. He said, let us. And when you're saved, he sealed you with the Holy Spirit of promise. And he said that you're going to be redeemed. Amen. He said he's going to come after you. Amen. And I'll tell you what, whenever the Lord comes and gets you, whether, whether at the rapture time, amen, and the Holy Spirit's going with him. Going with you, it's going with me. We're going together. 
Hallelujah. Let us go to the other side. So we've been, we, we got a destiny. See, in this passage here, uh, uh, I, the, the Satan uh, may have been behind this. It don't really say it, but the storm came out of nowhere. The Lord was there on the ship asleep. Amen. He was tired. He was weary. They took him as he was. They just said, hey, why don't we just go ahead and spend a night here and get rested up and we'll go to the other side tomorrow. No, they took him as he was, right? See, as, as a child of God, as we pass from, from this earth to heaven, amen, uh, I want you to notice what the disciples here, the disciples, they were in the ship. They were on the sea. They were in the storm. And it was in the evening, and night was coming on fast. They were out there in full obedience to what the Lord told them to let us go to Sunday's a destination. The Lord here, Jesus, He gave the disciples a destination of which way to travel. And I think it's very important that we note here that we all need some positive, some goal, some objective that the Lord has told us to do. I'm a full believer that the Lord, listen, I don't believe the Lord saved anybody to be a nobody. He didn't save, he didn't save a soul to sit on the pew and do nothing. He gave us all something to do. Some he called to preach. Some he called to evangelize. Some he called to teach. Some he called to sing, sing songs. Some he called to play the instrument. Some he called to teach Christ. Some he called, called to be witnesses. He gave us all something to do. You need to realize you've got a destination. And I'll tell you what, if you're trying to go where God wants you to go, whether it's preaching or whether it's passing out a track somewhere or another, amen, whether it's picking a phone call, phone up and calling somebody and checking on them because they've missed church or they've been sick or something like that, I'll tell you what, the devil don't like it and a storm may come in your life. Says I think Satan was trying to kill the Lord there. I think Satan was trying to kill the disciples there. Because he wanted to stop that. Why? Why would he want to do that? Because he knew that the Lord ministry was going to be what it is today. Amen. Then I say here to disturb. Not on destination. We've got a destination. He can steal the storm. You're going to be in the obedience of God. The devil's not going to like it. The world's not going to like it. And you may face some storms in your life. But there's a disturbance. Look in verse 37, if you still have your Bible close by. It says, and, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beaten to the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillar. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, curse not thou that we perish. See, storms are difficult times in your life. It's difficult. Boy, I, listen, this was not no ordinary storm. This was a great storm of wind. And I don't know if you've ever been on a lake in a boat and a storm come up. There's been bass fishermen on Lake Jocassee 
And that's a, that lake is notorious for getting very choppy. There'll be no bigger lake than it is. It has sunk bass boats. The waves will just come over into the boat and sink them. I don't know where these storms, when they get stormy up there, people that really fish and, 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 and know that lake, they know when the storm comes, they better get close to the edge of the, of the lake or get back, to the, get back to the boat landing quick because coming across that lake can be very hazardous to your health. Well, it's a difficult time. It causes uncertainty in your life. It causes despair in your life. These men here, they were despondent, and they were helpless. They, 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 some of these were fishermen. They'd been on the lake, uh, on the sea before. They'd been on the water before, but now they are in despair. They feel absolutely helpless. They felt they were going to die. Even though the Word of God said, let us go to the other side. They had forgot that Jesus was with them, and he was the master. They forgot that he was the one that could raise the dead. He was the one that was the Son of God. They had forgot these teachings, and all of a sudden they had no faith. See, these storms come into your life. On it. You know, <clears throat> if you know a clouds are coming, you can prepare for it, can't you? I mean, well, it... They got tornado warnings coming out, the possibility of tornadoes. You kind of think about these things, you know. Some people, you know, may get caught, but, you know, if you know there's a storm coming, you kind of think about those things. And you, Whether you know it or not, you're preparing. Well, if it gets bad here, I, I, you know, I don't want to be out in the yard. I don't want to be down in the woods. You know, you're going to kind of hang on. You're going to prepare for it. But when it comes out of nowhere, oh, boy. It gets you fast. Amen. See, the miracle of the Lord Jesus still in the storm shows the resources of God the Father in Jesus the Son, amen, to bring peace and calm to, our to, to the tribulations in our lives. And we're going to have that. If you're obedient to the Lord, I tell you, you're going to have storms in your life. The ship was containing Jesus, it was containing the disciples, and it was launched out in the calm of the evening, and almost immediately the storm arose, and they were in the midst of a furious storm, and, 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 and the storm occurred while the disciples were moving and doing what the Lord told them to do. I, I know I keep stressing this, but that's what I'm trying to do, is stealing the storm in, when you're doing what God... Why is this happening to me? Where did that come from? Why did that family quit the church? Or why, why, did, that, why did that person have an awful illness in their life? They were so faithful to... Um, see, these things hit you suddenly. Right when you're doing what God wants... It's not that God's mad at you. But sometimes we get put in a test. It's how we handle it. That's why I say examine Amen. Suddenly something comes in your life that you don't understand. It hits you. Just like Brenda, uh, Sister Brenda and Jean, they, I don't know if y'all had any, you worked in all, I don't know if you even had a heads up that this was going to happen. You may have, you may not. Sound like Donald Trump, don't <coughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, listen to me. But 
That morning they walked in that plant and they said, listen, over 200 yards is going to be lost. We shut it down. There's the people in there. They come in that morning. They done, they probably, some of them went out that weekend, Brother Rick, and bought them a car. There's probably some of them that weekend. They, they, they said, boy, we've been doing good down here at this plant. I think I'm going to book me a cruise, and I'm going to go down the, down the, to, to, to Mexico and, and, and walk on the beach, and I'm going to spend me $2,000 on a cruise. Yeah. Hey, some of them went probably, probably that, that week before, probably went somewhere or another to a bank. Brother Wally said, we're going to buy us a house. And I've been down there at that plant for the last 20 years. I've got a work, good work record. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to sign my name on the line, and I'm going to buy me a new house. They walked in that plant on a Monday or whatever it was, and all of a sudden, bam, the star hit them. And there's some of them lost, and there was some of them saved. Amen. There was some of them that were saved. They went to bite their nails and said, Oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? And there was some of them that come in. The, I, I, I went by her house. Jean was in the front yard cutting grass. I was with Dad. I said, Pull over. I walked up there, and Jean come over. I said, Just heard that you lost your job. He said, going to be all right. God's got this thing. Now, what is that? Don't be all right. God got this thing. I'm going to praise God. I'd ready to have a good cry with him, I guess. I don't know. I just want to be there to comfort him if you need it. I sent him out in the yard and pulled over. God got this. See, he was unexamined his faith. There were some that were, were saved, some that were were believers, some that go to church every Sunday, every time they get opportunity to, and that news came to them, they go, Lord, cares not that we're going to starve to death. I'm going to lose my home. I'm going to lose my car. I'm going to lose my life. Don't you divorce me. I'm going to have to cancel my house card. Do you see where I'm going with this? There's a disturbance hits your life. Examine. When it comes, examine. When that wind started blowing, that damn man ought to got together. They ought to hold up and... Praise God. He said we're going to the other side. And he's with us. Praise God. Let the storm blow. Amen. <laughs> you see what I'm trying to say? Examine. Examine the situation. Yes, it was bad. Yes, the ship was filling up. Yes, it seemed like it's going to sink. But the Lord was back in the back of the boat asleep. He said, we're going to the other side. I got something to do over there. There wouldn't have been enough waves. Listen, I'll tell you what. There wouldn't have been enough waves, enough waves, enough wind to sink that ship with the Lord on it. If the Lord would have stayed asleep, and the ship went down. The Lord would have been on that pillar and they would have been hanging on their legs and arms as they floated on the cross. They was going to the other side. The ship had nothing to do with it. It was the Word of God that had it all to do with it. Amen. Praise God. I believe a life without storms in it and sometimes is a life without Christ. I don't know about you. I've been saved quite a long time now, and, and, and three decades. And there's been some pretty hard storms Amen. in my life. Amen. Amen. 
That's right. And there ain't a one of them took me down yet. Amen. Amen. That's right. Yeah. With Christ in your life, listen, it doesn't mean that there won't be no storms in your life. In fact, they're going to be, I can guarantee you. Amen. This storm was unusual. This storm was hard. This storm was unmanageable. It was a big disturbance in their life, but there's a destination already planned. The Lord said, we're going to the other side. The Word had done spoke. We're going to the other side. The Word had done spoke in your life. You're going to the other side. Then I see the deliverance here in verse number 39. He says, He arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why? Are ye so fearful? And how is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one another, What manner of man is this that, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Lord Jesus has been teaching all day, as I said before. In body he was weary, but he was still God. His word was still as powerful and quick as a, and sharp as a two-edged sword. Amen. There's nothing. Listen, the miracle here is showing us disciples that, hey, the wind and the waves, the elements, the sea has no control over me. I said we was going to the other side, and we was going to go to the other side. Why don't you have some faith? What I see in this scripture here as the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is one thing I ain't never figured out. Where did you get the pillow? Who sleeps on a fishing boat? Them, them boats was made for working, for catching fish. To toil all night. Amen? But he said he was asleep on a pillow. I guess he just spoke it. <laughs> Need a pillow, I'm going to take me a little nap, Father. And all of a sudden, there's a pillow. I don't know where the pillow comes from. It blows my mind. But while he was asleep, I thought of this, that the howling wind, this great, fearsome wind didn't wake him. The tossing of the ship from side to side as he slept on that pillow at the back of that ship didn't wake him. The water, the Bible says that it was taking on water and it was full. The world was fixing us to sink and the water splashing on him and maybe coming up on us on his body as he laid on the floor in the back of that ship. It didn't wake him. He said, I'm going to the other side. But what woke him, but what woke him was when the disciples came in there, Master, Master, kind of like a little kid coming in the mom and dad's room at night when they're scared, something's scared enough. Mom, Dad, watch Woke him. The cry of these men woke him. The wind didn't wake him. The tossing didn't wake him. The floods of water crashing into the ship didn't wake him. But the voice of his children That's right. Amen. woke him. Amen. And as soon as they woke him up, peace, be still, calm right down. 
he come to see, and then he turned around, and he rebuked the disciples. He said, how? Why are you so scared? Why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? He gave them the word, we're going to the other side. But they had no faith, not a little faith, or not much faith, but no. He said, you thought you was going to die. I told you that I've come. And you thought I was going to die here on this water? You ain't listened to the word I've been telling you. You haven't been listening. I said we're going to the other side. Let us, let us, not let me. Not let you, but let us. We're going together. Amen. Why didn't you have faith in what I told you? Amen. As he rebuked them there, when they were in the storm, the disciples were fearful of the storm. But when the Lord come to see, and, and it all laid down, and he turned and he said, He said, How is it you're so scared? How is it that you have no, no faith? Then they were fearful of him. Look what it says. Verse 41, it says, And they feared him exceedingly. He did say we was going to the other side. And I don't know how in the world he stopped this wind to stop. I mean, it was it was a miracle so fast that it wasn't that it was a chopping and in over 15 or 20 minutes it started laying down out the storm. And it was crashing in and the wind was tossing and it was going. And he said, peace, be still. And he turned right to him and said, why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? And they felt about this big. And I'll tell you, child of God and preacher Jimmy, I've been there. I've been there when I think, oh, there's just no way God can, but then all of a sudden, and then I just feel about that high that I didn't make God as big as my problem, that he was well able to do what needed to be took care of. Amen. So tonight, Remember, we got a destination. Remember, sometimes there's going to be a disturbance in your journey to what God's wanting you to do. We're all going to make it to heaven, right? He said it. We're sealed. We're in his hand. No man can take us out of his hand. We're kept by the power of God. But there's going to be a few times in our life that God's going to say, Hey, I'm going to... Hey! I said I'm going to the other side. We're going together. It's going to be all right. Get peace in your heart when you hear from God's Word. He said it. That says it. Ship don't have nothing to do with it. The water trying to kill us don't have nothing to do with it. And then we find in the Scriptures, too, that, you know, if he wants to use it for pavement, he can even walk on the water. I mean, it's just, that, that's Jesus. If Jesus can do that, Jesus can take care of all our needs. Let it be not said about us that's here tonight Amen. that we have no faith in whatever circumstance it hits us because he is the deliverer. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I pray God bless this message and encourage that when it needs it most, Lord. Lord, as, as I pray, Lord, some may, may be doing good right now. 
They may be right in the middle of your wheel. They may be right in the ship with you, and it's calm, it's peaceful, and going across. Oh, but a storm may come at any time. It could come out of nowhere. Help us, Lord God, to remember what you tell us, that it will come to pass. And we're not to be fearful, but to trust you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.